The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. It's national, for heaven's sake, make enough jello this time week. Tell everybody you know, and don't, don't, don't let the week go by without J-E-L-L-O. Hello, this is Don Wilson for Jell-O, asking you, beseeching you, for heaven's sake, make enough Jell-O this time. Make enough for all your family, all your Jell-O-loving friends who come to call. For heaven's sake, make enough Jell-O this time. J-E-L-L-O. What's the matter? What is it? Wake up, dear. Please. Oh, golly. Oh, for Pete's sake, it's hardly light. I've got to get the baby's bottle and heat it, and I want to do it before Uh, the baby wakes up. Well, okay, I can't get into the house. Madge and Charlie locked their doors last night. I tried the front door, the back door, and the porch door. They're all locked. Oh, no. Yes, and I want to have the bottle ready when the baby wakes up so he doesn't start howling and wake up Madge and Charlie and all their children. Uh, What do you want me to do? Break in a window? I don't know what to do. Oh, Oh, I wish we'd never come here. I said let's go to a hotel, but oh, no, no. What could I do? Charlie insisted. You were there. You folks can stay in the empty room over the garage. Be no trouble at all. You didn't object very much, I noticed. Uh, Well, we were in a spot, but I'll tell you this much. We are not going to stay here. We'll Uh, go to a hotel tomorrow or today or whatever this is. Where's my bathrobe? I'm looking for it. I can't find anything. This business of living out of suitcases, no place to hang a thing. Now, be quiet, dear. Don't wake Betsy or the baby. Just be quiet. Well, we'll go to a hotel today. Now, that's final. I don't see how we can without hurting their feelings. Hurting their feelings? You hurt Madge when she didn't know we got to hear them. She didn't sound very crazy to me about having us here. No, but Charlie invited us, and he was mad at Madge. She wasn't more gracious. Now, he'll blame her if we leave. You heard him. Here's your bathrobe. Yeah, The other arm now. Come on. Yeah, I got it. Go down the stairs quietly now. What do you want me to do? How can I get in the house? I thought maybe you could find a basement window that was open. Oh, so nothing doing. I'm not going to do that. As far as I can figure out, there's nothing to do except wake Charlie and have him unlock the door. Mm. Oh, what is, what, which is their bedroom window? That one, I think, up there. Oh. Well, what are you doing? Quiet huh? now, will you? I'm going to throw a handful of gravel up, up there and... Charlie! <laughs> oh, my gosh, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know your bed was right by the window. Hey, hey, what, what's going on? Oh my Charlie, Char- it's all right. I've got to get in to get the baby's bottle. I'm sorry. Could you come down and unlock the back door? I'm sorry, Charlie. Oh, what's the matter? It's quarter to six. They want to get in to get the baby's bottle. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, I'll be right down. Oh, dear. I think even Charlie will be glad to get rid of us. Imagine Charlie. I don't know. Still in bed, I guess. In bed? Isn't Charlie going to work? I don't know. I waited and waited, as you know, for Madge to come down and start breakfast. And when she didn't, I thought I'd better. Draw Betsy had to be fed. What about their kids? Well, I got things out. I found the dishes and silverware. Breakfast food, coffee pot, you know. Yeah. Hated to prowl around her kitchen, but she hasn't shown up, so I fixed Betsy's breakfast. 
Then their four kids came down and got their own breakfast. They said they got their own breakfast every morning. They do? Well, it's what they said, and personally, I think it's terrible. You should have seen what they ate, anything they wanted to, apparently. They did drink the orange juice I fixed, and one of them ate a piece of pie. I think it was Billy. And Chucky had a handful of uncooked macaroni, of all things, said he loved it. For breakfast? Yes. Bobby had a piece of toast, which he put ketchup on. And Carl ate a box of marshmallows. Oh, no kidding. Well, I didn't say anything. It's none of my business, but honestly, what kind of a mother is Madge? Those children should have balanced breakfast. Marshmallows and uncooked macaroni. (laughs) Well, I don't think it's funny. I really don't. I know, I agree with you. It's terrible. It's probably their kids who'll never get sick, and ours who get the best of attention will come down with everything. Well, I just don't (laughs) approve at all. Well, as you said, dear, it's none of our business. Is this my orange juice? Mm, Yes. Hey, wait a minute. I think I hear somebody coming downstairs. Oh. Oh, it's Madge. Good heavens, I think she's walking in her sleep. Oh, oh. Good morning, Madge. Well, I hope you don't mind. I came right in the kitchen this morning and started breakfast. I had quite a time finding everything, but I thought I'd help you a little bit, so... Coffee. What? Coffee. Get get her some coffee. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sit down, Madge. I'll pour you a cup. Yeah, Madge, Madge. Sit sit right down here. Here we are. Whoa! You nearly missed the chair there, old girl. (laughs) Here here you are. There we are. Well, (laughs) good morning. Another beautiful day. (laughs) What? I said good morning. Never mind, never mind. Let it go. Oh, oh where, where, where's my coffee? I'm getting it, Madge. I don't know whether you, whether you know it or not, Madge, or whether I should say anything, but do you know what little Carly had for breakfast? Dear. I mean, really, I just... Dear, not, 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 just give her the coffee, oh. honey. Here. Here, Madge. Well. Oh. Well, good morning. Oh, <laughs> oh say, that's wonderful, marvelous. I, I should have warned you I'm no good at all in the morning until I've had my coffee. <laughs> That's all right, Madge. Charlie's the same way. I think that's why we got married. We were so afraid we might get stuck with somebody we had to talk to in the morning. Uh, Well, it takes all kinds to make a world. I take it you're both a bright-eyed kind, the ones who leap out of bed fresh and alert, ready to meet the next day. (laughs) Well, I guess so. Pretty much of the time, anyway. Oh, I really don't come alive until after the second cup. Would you like any eggs, Madge? Eggs? Did you say eggs? Well, yes, I thought maybe a fried egg or scrambled. I mean, I'd be willing oh, to fry. Oh, please, please. Eggs in the morning. Oh, we, we have them sometimes. Oh, no. Frankly, I know it's none of my business, but I wondered if you knew what your children eat for breakfast, Madge. Little Carly had almost a whole box of marshmallows. <laughs> I know, isn't it killing? He loves marshmallows. Well, I, I know. For breakfast? No, no, I know. I don't know how he stands. They're too sweet, I think. Oh, I couldn't eat anything sweet like that for breakfast. It makes me sick. But he loves them. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Well, I think that I would Dear, certainly I, see to it that honey, they... I, th- I think Balanced I'd like some more coffee. Oh, uh, all right. Coffee. Sure. Well, well, good morning, everybody. Oh, well, good morning, Charlie. Oh. Good morning, beautiful. <laughs> well, what's come over to you? How do you like that? I never get a thing out of them, but oh, in the morning. Yeah, we got company, sweetheart, and don't try to give them the wrong impression. I do, too, speak to you in the morning. Once, just once. I'll never forget it. We've been married three days. Oh, it was sweet. He was drinking coffee, and he looked up and saw me and said, 
Who are you? I said something to you last week at breakfast. I, I, I said, this is the worst coffee I've ever tasted. That's right, that's right, you did. I forgot you spoke Oh, you to too, honestly. <laughs> Listen, we have something to say to you. Oh, doesn't... yes, yes, we certainly do. And you now, mustn't think that we don't appreciate your invitation. We are Maggie. going to look for a hotel today. Yes. A oh, hotel? Yes, yes, yes. You're not moving out of here, no, pal. No, 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 now look, Charlie. Madge, we... Madge, will you tell them that it isn't any trouble having them, please? Well, I did. I told them that last night. I love having you. Well, it's very sweet of both of you, but we... You're not yeah. comfortable, huh? Oh, of course, Charlie, honest. It isn't that. It's an imposition. Who says? Who says? Now, now well, it is, it... Charlie. We both say so. You don't I... like our food, oh, huh? Oh, don't be Charlie. silly. Madge is a marvelous cook. It makes more work for her. Oh, Do you know. nonsense. Besides your helping, look, you've made breakfast. You help with the dishes. Well, it's easier having you. If you move out, I'm going to take it personally and assume you don't like us. That we're not good enough now, for Charlie, you. Charlie, listen. Oh, Charlie, don't be so silly. I will. I will. By gosh, I certainly oh, will. Charlie, now look, we don't like taking advantage. I mean, you refuse to let us pay anything for our food, and we feel terrible. No, 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 you're our guest. But if they feel so terrible, Charlie, let them pay something for food. I know how they feel. I know how I'd feel. I wouldn't like to just sponge off people. And now, don't worry. I'll talk Charlie into letting you pay something for food. Charlie, now think of how you'd feel. Oh. Well, thank, thank you, Look, Look, Charlie, it isn't only that. I mean, well, it, it just isn't right taking advantage of you two. Now, look here, I... look here. You're not taking advantage in any way. Well... Why, you've got enough bills to pay building your house, your new house. Why should you hand over a fortune and rent at some hotel? Well, I know, Charlie, but we feel terrible to if think... If they that... feel so terrible, Charlie, let them pay a little rent. I mean, I know exactly how you... Oh, no, 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 absolutely well, not. I draw the line at that. Well... Food, yeah. Rent, no. Oh, now, Charlie, let's be sensible, you know. We wouldn't stay here for nothing. And if you refuse to let us pay rent, then we'll, then we'll just go out and buy some present for you. Maybe it'll be something you don't want anyhow. Now, wouldn't it be better to give you the money, no, Charlie? No, absolutely not. But, and you don't have to go buying us any presents. Well, we will, Charlie. I wouldn't think of not doing it. Okay, I okay. I, I won't take a penny for rent. But if you want to go out and pick up a little something for Madge, okay. A, a little something like a dishwasher, maybe. A dishwasher? A dishwasher. Uh, oh, oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, don't pay <laughs> You know, she's been after me to get her a dishwasher for so many ages, she always rubs it in when she can. Uh, yeah. Well, now, it's all settled, huh? You're staying. Well, uh, I, honey, you better get to work. It's late. I'll walk out to the car with him, and we'll talk it over, Charlie. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. It's true that none of us can be all things to all people, but there's no reason why you shouldn't break out of your own routine long enough to enjoy our realistic Western adventures on Gunsmoke or share in the emotional experiences of the people whose stories are dramatized on CBS Radio's City Hospital. To live the life of a pioneer in Dodge City, join us on CBS Radio each Saturday and Sunday as thieves, cattle rustlers, dance hall girls, and even respectable people stir up excitement on gun smoke. New worlds of interest open to you each Saturday, too, as most of these same stations bring you CBS Radio's City Hospital. Go behind the scenes at a huge metropolitan medical center this Saturday. Meet people at crucial moments in their lives. And follow Dr. Barton Crane as he solves each human interest problem on CBS Radio's City Hospital. 
Should we stay here? Or well, not? I think I think the same thing you do. What did I do with the car keys? Right here in your coat pocket. I yeah. saw you put them in. Yeah, all right. Buy Madge a dishwasher. No, she was kidding, dear. A dishwasher. She was not kidding. Do you realize what it would cost us to stay at a hotel for two, maybe three weeks with Betsy and the baby? I and... know, and that's why Charlie thinks it would be silly of us to do that, dear. Cost us more than a dishwasher would. Oh, well, those, those things run around $300. Look, Madge isn't so dumb. She figured this out. Don't kid yourself. How to get herself a nice dishwasher. Well, then we won't <laughs> save anything at all staying That's here. Right, unless I can get a dishwasher wholesale. Oh, look, I can't believe Madge would say... I mean, she's certainly a strange person, but I'm sure she was joking, Maybe sweetheart. so, but you just wait and see. In the long run, staying here with them is going to cost us more. Well, should we pack up and go to a hotel? Well, how can we do that? Charlie's got all our furniture stored in his garage here. We're obligated to him for that. Yes. And you still got to think of the rabbits and the chickens and the turtles and the dog, which we can keep here with us. Yes. Well, anyhow, I got to get to work. Yes, yes. Well, I guess there's nothing to do but keep our sense of humor and look upon these coming two weeks as an experience, darling. Mm, and it's <laughs> certainly going to be one, believe me. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Ellen Bunce with Don Briggs and Audrey Christie and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Warren Swinney inviting you to listen tomorrow to The Couple Next Door.